Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. If you want to help out a little bit, consider hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by ARN04. Possible slightly entitled parents or am I entitled? Me, 17-year-old male, is currently super pissed at my very slightly entitled parents. Mostly my dad, although this post is being spawned for my anger to my mom. Reference, we, me and my two sisters, 14-year-old female and 20-year-old female. Father and mother are 45-ish and their respective genders. My father has some back problems, is currently missing all toes and half of his foot on his right leg. This isn't a problem, he just needs some more help. However, he can still get around just fine. He has a slightly entitled viewpoint though, and I know he doesn't have Reddit, so here we go. He'll often talk behind people's back, mostly calling them lazy or jerks. He stated that he would never say it to their face. Although he constantly does, mostly to the people who he thinks can't hear him. Although our house lacks good insulation, so I can hear him from the living room. He also calls for a favor around every five minutes, whether this be filling up two gallons of water, because he drank it all, puts in a tea flavoring thing, two things I don't really want to put here due to me not knowing or wanting to make it disgusting, but it's not anything super bad, just very annoying. It sometimes feels like an overlord controlling the goblins back at base to clean up all the Dorito bags they just ate. Another thing we regularly do is clean his room once around every two to four weeks, because apparently the concept of yelling to one of us when the trash can sitting next to his bed is full isn't an option. I can't be too angry at him, but his favors consistently cause problems between me and my little sister, who we both generally feel that we had just done a favor, thus asking the other to do it. He also has a my opinion is the way style of thinking. Sometimes I'm genuinely afraid of getting loudly talked to, not quite yelling but louder than normal talking, that either someone else on Facebook's opinion is wrong or mine is or something along those lines. For instance, when a mother's side family member posted something non-Trump supporting a long time back, sometime during the election, he straight up blocked them I think, or he'll refute facts that have literally just been learned in class. Been a while, hard for me to think of one. Just the other day for an in-depth description, I get up to go to the bathroom and as I walk out I hear him yell for me. I go and he asks for leftover soup. Sure, no problem. I go grab it, bring it back, start on a little homework for around 2 hours, then start playing a game and genuinely no one else is up. My big sister works at 4am to like 8pm, it's actually 3 to 2 but her ride takes her out of places till late, and my small sister isn't a morning person and seeing as it's Saturday was last week stayed up all night and is out cold. So I go back again and it's putting the rest of the soup away. Okay, good, I do that. I start up a mission, Monster Hunter World Offline, no way to pause, and he calls for a fever again. It's one of the ones I'm not going to describe, but it involves one of those old people toilets. Father has one as he has a large chance of not being able to get to our toilet as it takes him 5-10 to seconds to properly get up, so he has one in the corner of his room. 
Okay, I do it. Then take out the trash since I'm going out anyway. Come back and ask if he needed anything else. No kidding. Tannish minutes later, he's calling because he finished off his tea gallons, which one of was full. He also has a problem with us doing slightly embarrassing things in public, which, yeah, we shouldn't do, but he blows up about it. Like, you play a small game of tag with your little sis, and he'll threaten grounding or taking your phone, both of which suck as I play a lot of offline games. That's almost every day, and it might not count here, but I wanted y'all's opinions on if I should stay mad at them or if I'm being an entitled kid. If I am, I'll attempt to stop. Thanks in advance. Now, admittedly, I don't really get a full grasp of how the situation's set up for OP's father, but it really seems like OP is being treated as if they're a butler rather than their son. And I know all too well the situation where you feel like somebody's going to be too loud or yelling or argumentative at what seems like the slightest of things. Now, I don't want to come off as too judgmental, but it seems like they're probably milking their condition quite a bit and using that to get their family to wait for them hand over fist when really a lot of that stuff they should be able to do by themselves. What do you guys think? Do you agree with me? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Donna De Niro. Just me or is this weird? So basically, my dad sucks at managing money and he ended up having to move us into my grandma's, his in-laws, abandoned house free. He wasn't involved much in my life because of work, yet he still can't pay rent? He fixed it up and seems to like it, but he bugs me all the time about water and energy bills, even though I don't use a lot of either one. He won't even say good morning, just a text with, make sure you've turned off the lights. I just don't like the way he sucks up to my grandma for a house and then complains to me about the most basic bills nobody can avoid. Like, what the freak? You want me to use a candle next time? My mom thinks this is normal. He also tries to mix up as much of the names in our family on the bills so he can dodge the inevitable every month. Weird. Well, in situations where you're not making the most money, I don't think it's an unreasonable habit for people to say, you know, don't leave the lights on. I think in modern days it's become much less of an issue considering that most modern LED bulbs take way less energy nowadays, but there's still definitely like a true economic reason for not leaving the lights on. If you can help it though, of course there's a certain limit where it's reasonable and just too much. All of the unknown not being around because of work stuff yet not ever having any money really makes me wonder what really is going on here, but all you can really do is speculate. Our next story is by Monachopsis Velikor, entitled Mother Wants Me to Fight a Child. So this story is about my ex-stepmother who I haven't spoken to in about two to three years. So I was visiting my dad one weekend when I was about 16-ish. She was there obviously, and somehow the topic turned to bullying. She said that her grandson Kay was being bullied in school. Kay was in fifth grade and is very sweet, very polite, and nothing like his family. He's also very small and thin for his age, so I could kind of see him being a target. Well, she says that he's being bullied by another kid in his grade who's a lot bigger than him. She wanted me to come to Kay's next soccer game and beat the crap out of him. I was shocked because this kid's 10 or 11, and I was older. I just kind of awkwardly sat there and didn't say anything. I wish I had said something now that I'm older, but I was a shy kid, and I'm very glad to say that they divorced two to three years ago, and she's now tormenting some old rich guy's family in Canada, who she started dating like a month after the divorce. I feel bad for Kay, and I hope he's doing well. I love that this mother's only solution for a 10 or 11 year old bully is to beat them up. 
Not try to get involved, not try to contact their parents, any officials. Nah, just get your relative over and get them to beat this 10-year-old up. That's a logical solution. This next story is by Jinxie Razafi. Entitled Mom Grabs My Arm to Tell Me, Drawing on Yourself is Harmful and Satanic. I was talking about tattoos with my husband when my subconscious unlocked this gem of a memory the other day. This happened midway through my high school years. I've always been an artsy girl with the social skills of a cat. Nice one minute, but a total jerk the next. That's when I'm able to be social at all if my anxiety would allow it. One of my favorite forms of art is tattooing, and I used to draw on my arms, legs, and feet with Sharpie at least once a week. I've always been a nerdy goth girl, so my designs would look gothic with a touch of gamer and anime themes. At one point, I learned about henna tattoos and fell in love with the style, so I would do a hybrid of henna and gothic, which was the style I had on my hand and arm at this time. This happened at a corner store that was at the entrance of my apartment complex. I would always get a quick snack and some juice from it after getting off the bus with some friends, but this day, I left my money at home so I ran home and headed there by myself. I walked past these ladies, one was sitting in a chair, and kids that were outside the store talking and said, hi, excuse me, as I went around them to go in the store. They even said something along the lines of, oh, how sweet, young kids aren't polite like that these days, as I went in. I get my stuff and come out to the lady that was sitting, and I went to smile and nod, when she looks me over and noticeably frowns. One thing I forgot to mention is I lived in a city slash area that has been dubbed the Holy City because of the amounts of churches in the area and being goth was always looked down upon by religious people long before I even came into the world. So I thought her frown was because of my all black clothing and intended to walk on by quickly before she said something when she freaking grabs my arm. She then went on and said, You shouldn't do this to your body. Drawing satanic symbols and all this garbage is bad for your soul. What was so satanic that this lady thought it was appropriate to grab a minor over, a rose with vines that leaded to my fingers, and a wrist that switched to a henna design? I tried to pull away, saying, It's not satanic, I just do this for fun. But she gripped my arm, saying, Well, you still shouldn't do that because markers are toxic. I had to stop my kids from drawing on their skin too before the ink got through their skin and into their blood. It's just as bad as real tattoos, which is a sin. I was getting anxious at this point because unwanted physical contact is a big no for me. But surprisingly, instead of my usual people-pleasing remorseful self, this lady brought out the witch in me that day and I pulled away saying, listen, I use non-toxic markers and a freaking rose isn't satanic. You aren't my mom, lady. I stormed off as she screeched out, you're gonna go to heck, which wasn't the first or last time I'd be told that, so I brushed it off. Side note, my family is religious by the way, and my mom loves my art and supports it, and the fact that I'm goth. Even when my family that I added on Facebook saw that I shared stuff with gothic clothing and art, and their first reaction was to run to my mom and tattle on me, my mom was like, um, yeah? So you think that I'd live with my daughter and not knowing about her life or interests? My mom wasn't the best mom, but at least she supported your interest. I was literally watching a video earlier of a guy that was going over Pokemon and breaking it all down, saying Pikachu's tail is a lightning bolt shaped Z that's the symbol of Satan or something, and how it's basically taking over the kids' brains and making them violent and acting out. And honestly, these people latch on to the weirdest things to say that those are satanic, those are devil, those are witchcraft. There were times as a kid where I would bring a game over to a friend, and the kid literally told me, oh, I can't play that, my parents say it's witchcraft. In my brain, I'm like, 
Witchcraft? What is this? 1600s Boston? Our next story is by Rocker1234-1234. Entitled Mother begs Rural Fire Service to give her crotch goblins preferential treatment. For context, the Rural Fire Service here in Australia always drives around at Christmas time dressed as Santa to spread some Christmas cheer and hand out candy to the kids. These people are volunteers that have given countless hours of their time and put their lives on the line for the community and never ask for anything in return. These people also give up spending nights with their families for three entire weekends every December. These volunteers don't have to do what they do, but they do it out of the kindness of their hearts to bring joy to the kids for free. So last night was our area's turn to have Santa come around. Personally, me and my family thought it was great, and seemingly so did most of the community. But today, there was a post on the local community Facebook group from an entitled mother, we'll call her Karen, trash-talking the rural fire service accusing them of treating her kids like dogs. They didn't. They tossed the candy out to the kids, similar to how performers on parade floats do, as they simply don't have time to stop because of the area they have to cover. And throwing a massive tantrum because they didn't give her crotch goblins a one-on-one with Santa. They haven't done one-on-ones during the drive-by since the pandemic started two years ago. Even though there's literally a special event next Friday, as stated in our local representative's reply to her, where kids can see Santa one-on-one. Karen also made it her mission to reply to almost everyone calling her out for being entitled, trying to make the RFS seem like a piece of poop, but only ever really proving how over-entitled she is. Our local representative, who has officially earned my respect for this, replied to Karen, calling her out on her entitlement, and told her if she doesn't like that they won't feed her entitlement, she's more than welcome to don the suit in this near 30 degree weather and do the meet and greets herself. Don't you love that once they offer it up to Karen for her to take over the suit and do it for the kids, I'm sure she's going to just try to deflect it and victimize herself, say how awful they're doing, how she has no time or money, but if she did do it, it would be way better than how they're doing it, blah blah blah. Just enjoy the free service. And our final story of the day is by Just Some Guy 345-123-974. Racist Karen runs away from black people. So this happened when I was 10 years old. I was at the dollar store with my mother and we got our stuff and then we got in line. The person in front of us said to me and my mother, if you don't move back, I'll have a panic attack right now. And then we moved back without saying anything, but we couldn't move far enough because the dollar store was quite small and there was a fair amount of people behind us. She decides to push us back along with the person behind us and say, keep your black fingers away from me. So then when she pays, she throws the money at the Indian cashier and sprints out of there. I must say, if there's somebody that concerned when people of color are around them, there is actually something they could do. The next time they consider going outside, The next time they consider going outside, just don't. Just save everybody else the trouble. In reality, as much as I want to make this out to be an actual panic attack causing the problems, the lady did say what she said, and it went from panic attack to way worse than that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.